A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport. Your station. But first, uh, let's reflect on Mead's win. Yesterday, they're through to their third All-Ireland Intermediate final in a row after seeing off Clare in spectacular fashion at Port Leash. Yesterday, the Royals were in control from the off, really, and produced a powerful performance to run out 4-13 to four points winners in the end. To reflect on the win, I'm delighted to say I'm joined on the line, as I said, by Moira O'Shaughnessy, Mead captain. Uh, Moira, thanks for taking the call. I know Mead's, Mead were favourites yesterday, but I'm not sure anybody expected a win quite as comfortable as that. Eamon Murray afterwards described it as a complete performance, and it's probably hard to argue with that summation. Yeah, hi David, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, no, absolutely, I think we weren't expecting um, a convincing win like that either. Um, it's been fairly tight with our, ourselves and Clare over the years, um, especially in the league just gone. Um, it was a finishing a draw match, um, so no, we were we were expecting a much closer um, encounter, but I suppose we, we went out um, kind of firing from all cylinders and we just kind of never really gave Clare a chance to kind of get into the game and um, credit to, to the girls on that. So yeah, no, it was a, a performance that's kind of, we've been waiting to kind of um, produce this year and um, we kind of didn't start off as, as best as we had um, maybe planned to kind of start off the championship but I suppose with all things considered coming back um, with only a few weeks to prepare and and everything else um, we're, we're glad to be back in, in an all-around final now. Yeah and that's the thing I was at the league final last year up in Clonus uh, against Sligo and that kind of running aggressive running game that you guys produce was very much in evidence but having seen some of the games this year and particularly yesterday I mean it's just moved on another few levels you talked about the layoff there clearly everybody was doing lots of work because the fitness level is required to play that kind of game and Eamon mentioned afterwards how some people don't like it don't like it you know in terms of a spectacle but I thought it was hugely impressive yesterday and the fitness required as I said to carry that off and to keep it going it must be intense like you've obviously been doing a lot of work even during the times when you know the, the group training wasn't allowed and games weren't being played to, to maintain that fitness level Yeah no, I think I think the girls um, put in a good shift over, over lockdown themselves and we're very fortunate to have um, a lot of um, very good people working with us um, in terms of management and one of them is um, Eugene Ivers who's um, involved with us in the, in the S&C and he was keeping us ticking over um, over lockdown with, with different um, programs that we could do at home and, and running in our own time. And then when we came back in, you know, the the management team, um, they're, they're very, you know, technical and they've everything done down to a T. So we knew, they, we knew exactly what, what they wanted and they've worked 
ferociously hard with us um, in the last couple of weeks. So um, I'm, I'm kind of glad for them as well that it's kind of showed all their hard work kind of um, showed off yesterday as well. But it's it's definitely been a, a team slash management um, piece of work. And yeah, it, it worked well yesterday for us. When you look at the talent that's come through in recent years in Mead and the age profile of that side that's there at the moment, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that Mead ladies football was in a little bit of disarray. Managers were coming and going, um, statements were being made, all that kind of stuff. What do you kind of put that turnaround to, down to? Because it, it's turned around in, in a fairly short space of time, it seems to me, anyway. Yeah, well, I suppose that that, that management that we have there, you know, with Eamon and, and Paul Gargan from Wicklow and, and Shane and Paddy and, and Mark, you know, they... They only came in in 2017 um, when, actually mid-season, just after the league. Um, So, you know, they've they've only been there three years, but the work um, they've put in in those three years is just massive. And and luckily, the the group of players that are there have, have bought into it as well. And, you know, there's a real hard um, work ethic amongst both players and management and it's, yeah, it, it gels well together and, you know, I suppose getting to the final hurdle in, you know, we got to, well, I suppose we got to the semi-final in 2017 and we're beaten by Chip um, and then the following two years we got to the All-Ireland so, you know, you learn massively from, from those defeats um, but I suppose, yeah, having that consistency of the same management um for the last three years has been massive and look we're both management and players are, are after the same goals so um, yeah we're both working hard to try to achieve that As you mentioned there um, you know you've lost the last two finals to Tyrone and Tipperary I was reminded by your uh, your club manager last season and a friend of mine Anthony Cook that you've also you'd also lost two intermediate finals with the club before making a third time lucky so you'll obviously be hoping that that trend continues with the, with the Mead team yeah, yeah. I suppose it's, you don't want to get too caught up in the in the luck side of it. Um, I'm not too sure. There's a lot of luck around this year, but um, yeah, look, we 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 know we have to we're coming back a third time in a row. Obviously, what we've done the last two years, you know, hasn't been good enough. So you know, we just need to to crack it up that extra notch, um, and that's kind of what we have been doing. And look, we won't look too much into that big semi-final win. Um, we've had other big semi-final wins over the years and um, still haven't got over the last hurdle. So I suppose yesterday is, is done and dusted and we still have a lot to take from that. And it's all about the 20th of December now in Crow Park. Yeah, and uh, maybe an early Christmas present. God knows we, we could all do it a little bit of Christmas yeah. this year, above all years. Um, we know it's going to be Westmead in the final. I'm sure you were glued to that game. It finished a short time ago. They had a 2-9 to 13 points win over uh, Ross Common. They came down from senior last year, obviously, so would have been kind of highly fancied, I guess, from the outset to, to go deep into this championship and maybe win it out or get to a final. I'm, I'm sure you were glued to that game earlier. What do you make of Westmead? I'm sure you won't want to give them anything to to pin on the uh, the metaphorical uh, dressing room wall but what what you make of their win today and what sort of performance did they put in yeah i was i was watching the game um it was it was quite different to our game in that the conditions were quite bad it was very foggy in longford um and it looked quite kind of slippy like a lot of players were kind of slipping all over the place whereas yesterday we had a, a nice dry surface and, and the ball was moving quite quickly so um I suppose in, in terms of Westmead, yeah look they're they're a division one team they they moved the ball very well and they're very physical in, in their tackling and, um, you know, they did great kind of pitch management there towards the end when, you know, they kind of needed to hold on to the ball. So, look, we, we know what we're up against. We're up against an experienced side. Um, I suppose we, we've never played them before. Um, I, I, I can't, I don't think I've ever played them really. Um, 
So I know a lot of the girls will have never come up against Westmead. Um, so, yeah, look, it's, there's a bit of ignorance and bliss in a way. Um, so, we'll, look, we'll do our homework on them, obviously, but um, we like to, to focus on ourselves heading into this game too, yeah. Just very finally, three weeks of the final. I heard Megan Tyne saying yesterday that she doesn't mind the break, but she probably above all above all the girls' needs if she was playing the camogie as well. But what what lessons can you take from the last two years? We always hear that kind of trope, you know, win or learn, all that kind of stuff. But can you take any lessons from the last two years? Or is it really just a case of, as you said there, taking this game as it is, looking at the opposition, doing your homework and going into it and not focusing too much on what went right or wrong the last two years? Yeah, well, I suppose, like, last year, you know, when we were all reflecting on the game, there wasn't a whole lot more that we thought we could have done in, in the lead-up up to it. Um, and even on the day, I thought, and I know we didn't come out with the win against Chip, but I thought we performed very well as a team, and, you know, we showed a lot of heart and determination, and we, we never threw in the towel, like, and um, I suppose the first year in, in Crow Park is, is a big learning experience, um, just in terms of getting adjusted to the crowd and the noise and and the hype, basically. But no, like each year is its own year, um, and at the end of the day, it's, it's another football match. But um, I suppose we just need to to make sure that we really use these three weeks, and again, just have no no regrets going into it. And um, what will be on the day will be, and that's kind of all we can really do, just prepare as best we can. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're not, we don't kind of really look back on the other All-Irelands. They've all been very different against very different teams. So, um, yeah, it's just each game at a time and, and this is a, a new game with, with a new focus. Mm-hmm. OK, well, hopefully it's a third time lucky with the county, just like it was uh, with the club and Mead gets the job done on the 20th of December. That, of course, is the game you'll be able to hear live here on LMFM. Moira Shoggansy, Mead, ladies, captain, thanks so much for taking the call and all the very best of luck in that final. Not all. Thanks very much, David. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.